0: Hello, Confidence Creatures. This is LT, the Buddy Teacher, with another episode of A Tall Cup of Confidence. Today, I have a wonderful, amazing power couple in the room, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves, but everyone, I want you to know that this episode is gonna be power-packed with how to create confidence in your life these people are highly accomplished. They have their own business. They're very successful. And I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about their philosophy
1: on success and confidence. Hi there, Latasha. Thank you so much for having us on today. Hey, You're welcome. <laughs> I'm Jesse, Coach Jesse, and my wife here, Coach Stacy.
2: Yeah, and we're the, we are the creators of Living a Champion Life and we help overwhelmed high achievers unlock potential, regain control of their lives and master the art of sustainable success.
0: Boom, drop the mic right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> awesome. And you guys have a very unique perspective on confidence. I love how you describe it um, as like a system or a loop Can you tell us what you what your philosophy is on developing confidence or developing success? Which one comes first? And how do you kind of create that for yourself?
1: Yeah, well, it is just that it's a loop. The the confidence and success, uh, one tends to feed the other hand in hand, and it can be tough to break into that loop. You know, where success might give you more confidence, confidence might help you to achieve more success, uh, but breaking in really is the hard part. And in our experience, the way to break into that loop absolutely comes from a place of courage. At some point, you need to take a step that makes you a little uncomfortable and actually overcoming fear of the unknown. You have to take an action where you don't really know the outcome yet. Um, and which takes courage to do, so there really is no way to get into that confidence success loop without first taking that courageous step
2: right, and then you got to kind of form the uh the confidence in your courage so that you know that, okay, this is supposed to happen. So every time you do take a new step outside of your comfort zone, you know that, okay, this is what it's supposed to feel like. It's going to be a little uncomfortable every time. It's going to be a little scary, but that's where transformation takes place. So I guess that kind of brings us back around.
1: Right. And we don't want to be fearful of that, that feeling when we have it. You know, I think too many of us get, get scared away by that initial step and, Mis- kind of
2: dip your toe in and then pull it back real quick right. in the cold water, right? Right,
1: where well, we misinterpret that feeling of unease as a sign to retreat mm-hmm. or as a signal to, to to shy away from whatever experience you're, you're pursuing. And that really isn't the case. Sure, listen to your signals, listen to your gut, listen to your heart um, if, if there truly is a warning, but all success will inevitably cause you to feel some discomfort. And eventually you'll learn to tune into that and seek that feeling like, okay, I might be on the right path here because that has me feeling a little bit uneasy. I'm about to grow right now.
2: Right. Cause you can't change if you stay the same, right? If you're always in your comfort zone, you're never going to see growth. You're never going to seek the changes that you're going for and you're never going to transform.
0: That's beautiful. I love it. I talk to people all the time, especially since we're in 2021 now about their goals and their dreams and what they want to accomplish And I I get the sense from people that, you know, they have all these big goals and they're excited. But then, like you said, once they start taking one or two or three steps, the feeling, the fear feeling starts to overcome them and they want to immediately pull back and retreat. So I, I like that, how you brought that out. Once you get that feeling, you just be courageous anyway and just do it. Um, what is, can you describe a time where you felt that and, and you were able to just get through it anyway, and just go ahead and just do it?
2: Absolutely. Like so many times in our lives, I could absolutely relate to having that fear and and having to face it. And, and, and literally every time, um, we've grown or we've become better at something that has had to happen. Um, but one time in particular, uh, when Jesse and I opened our fitness business, we actually together, we've owned about eight businesses. Right now, we're currently narrowed it down to about three. So we've done this a few times, but probably the biggest one was uh, back in 2007, uh, 2008. You guys remember there was a recession at the time. Uh, I was about 27. Jesse was 28. We had two toddlers, a brand new mortgage, and we were in comfortable government jobs. And we were, you know, in our comfort zone but we started to feel uneasy because we knew we had more that we wanted to do in the world. And, um, it was a little too comfortable. We wanted to take that step and we knew that there were bigger things that we wanted to accomplish. Um, so we absolutely were scared to death, but we decided let's go all in and open this uh, business. And at the time, um, you know, it, it was it, obviously the economy was horrible. So people, our friends and family even were warning us against taking this step. And and that can be a big uh, trigger for people where they turn around because maybe somebody, you feel like somebody else doesn't believe in you. But it, I would encourage you right now, if you are feeling like it's something that you're meant to do and you wanna take that step, even if someone is scared for you out of love, that we gotta take that step and expect them to be a little bit afraid if you're making a big life change and know that it's out of love but it doesn't mean you have to stop.
1: Yeah, I remember that that feeling very, very clearly um, as we were leaving, uh, like Stacy said, uh, comfortable, stable government jobs that, you know, if we stayed with, we would have been fine and um, in, in our life would have carried on. But deep down, just fine wasn't the right thing for us. Um, we knew we had so much more to give and to share and ways for us to serve and coach other people um to grow themselves. So so we knew we had to leave and pursue business for ourselves, but that fear was very real. Make no mistake. And and we we experienced a lot of what uh, coach Stacy was just talking about, those those folks that that kind of push you away from it and even if it's from their you know a good place. And we call those referees. You know, and you think of a game and referees are there to make sure everybody follows the rules. And and when you're about to take a step out of your comfort zone and somewhere in life, you're, you're bound to run into people in your life that are going to be referees for you. You know, to them, you're breaking the rules. You're not you're not playing to, by the same rules that the rest of us are playing by it and, you know, and playing by the rules of this game.
2: Right and and you'll find oftentimes looking back on it that the people that were afraid was because it was making them uncomfortable. And yes, some obviously sometimes they love like our parents like they were scared to death for us to do this <laughs> and they love us even some of our best friends. Um but it also makes them really uncomfortable and uneasy. And so we got to remember that it is affecting the people around you as well. Um but you got to take that step and you got to face the fear.
1: Yeah, and tying it back to that first confidence success loop. Um, we had not had success of being business people of our own at that point. It's not like we had grown a big company before. Um, we had some small companies that we were running as side hustles at the time, but we had not gone full in on a company that was going to be the primary sustenance for our family, as in two children and a mortgage. Um, so, so we hadn't yet – there was no right for us to be fully confident at that point. And, oh, of course, this is going to be easy. It took a tremendous amount of courage to make that step and then an amount of confidence in our ability to figure it out as we went.
2: And to stay committed, no matter how scary it got, no matter how, you know, tight the money was at the time. I know another big goal of ours was that we never wanted to put our kids in daycare, so we had to build a business that could have our kids there with us. So obviously all kinds of different levels, but we wanted to be able to be there um, for them for every moment, but, um, but in it was, I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie. It was hard financially. It was hard on our relationship at first. Um, we really had to figure new things out, but I'm so glad that we did because, um, now we, you know, we, we have time freedom, we have lifestyle freedom, um, and we have, uh, the ability to, you know, do things together that a lot of couples don't.
1: Right. And so what ultimately comes from that is, going through those difficulties and the courage and the fear and growing through those pains um comes the confidence so at this point right now um, we're quite confident in the ability to start a new business if we chose to do so that's not something that's so foreign to us and and uh, so we even help some of our clients start businesses of their own and have our experience to share with them to help them do so
2: Right. But I do think every single time it is a little bit scary because, again, you're taking that step, you're getting uncomfortable. But I think we've kind of grown to the point where we like it. We kind yeah. of we know that that's what it takes. And and it goes back to, I think, us being collegiate athletes is we know that drive and, and we kind of um yeah. What what's some of the words that people say? Uh pain is the pain is weakness leaving the body. Like little terms like that that are, that seem really silly and over the top, but but you really kind of grow when you when you're, you know, into sustainable success, uh you really grow to kind of want that and become addicted almost to that feeling of like I want to feel that I'm growing. I want to feel that I'm evolving to the next level of what I can do.
0: That's amazing. You know, my husband's an elite athlete, my daughter, middle daughter's an elite athlete. So there's five of us in the family, two elite athletes. And the the three of us just kind of look back in awe. We just like, wow, how did you guys develop this mindset? But it really is. It's exciting. And it's exhilarating when you're the kind of person who's really competitive, and you just want to go to the next level. It really is like, I guess it's like a a adrenaline rush sometimes for some people to know that, okay, I'm on the edge of my comfort zone. I'm about to have a breakthrough. It's about to be crazy. And a specific example is when my husband went skydiving and didn't tell me until the day of. (laughs) And I was like, why would someone do that? But when it was over, the joy and the excitement that he had, watching him do that was like so exhilarating to me. But I was that person who was safe you know, with my safe job, my nine to five. And I'm looking at him like, why would you do that? And why didn't you tell me? And he goes, because if I would have told you what I was going to do a week before, you would have sabotaged me and made sure that I didn't do it.
1: (laughs) Out of of love, you know, acting as a referee. (laughs) Yes, I was a bad ref. (laughs) I was,
0: he's right. I would have totally said, don't do it and I probably would have figured out a way to cancel the appointment <laughs> or whatever, but it was, it's just, it's, it's true. The athletic perspective, the champion perspective is that I'm going to push myself to the edge and I don't care what happens. Cause I know it's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So how did you guys, how did you do, um, When you were in college and you were getting ready for those performances, like what was the self-talk that you had for yourself in those moments where you had to perform, particularly when maybe you didn't really feel like you were at your best? Because I have a lot of people in my audience. um, I call us the aces, like the ace of spade. They're authors. I have coaches. I have lots of educators. And I have a few speakers. And we are, as professionals, you know, entrepreneurs. We're always on the edge of our seat, getting ready to have a breakthrough with something different. So what is the self-talk that, that you guys have had for yourselves when it's at that moment of performance?
1: You know, for me, it was always that people are counting on me. You know, that, that was always a, a spot from within me to really say, my teammates are counting on me. My coach has a certain level of expectation for me. Um, I was blessed to have some wonderful coaches uh, through through my athletic experience that really um, expected the best from me and helped me to pull it out from from within. And so so when it was game time, when it was time to get on the mat, I was a wrestler. And when it was time to go compete and 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 uh, and have a match, it it was it was game time. It was showtime, time to go put myself to the test and and see who the victor was going to be. You know, my coach was relying on me. My team was relying on me. I had my own self expectations that I didn't want to let down. Um, so those were the drivers for me personally.
2: Yeah, I think I'd, I was a soccer player. And my uh, my biggest drive for that was just I loved being a part of a team and and doing something collectively. So absolutely, it was all about the team and and now, you know that it, you know it's Jesse and I together. Obviously, it's about we have two teenagers of our own, and and they're both athletes too. And 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 we're doing everything, um, not only for them, but also to serve our community. Uh, we own a boutique a boutique, uh, a boutique uh, fitness business in our in our town, uh, as well as Living a Champion Life, which is our virtual coaching uh, system. Uh, but our our drive is really to to continue to grow for our community.
1: And then, you know, on that on that topic of, of that athletic drive, um, I actually want to share the second side of that coin. From so that that singular focus of driving, driving, driving for victory, and winning, winning at all cost um, mindset, it can be a really powerful tool um, if harnessed and applied to to the right thing. But it can also be a trap. And we coach a lot of our clients through this process as well, especially those coming off or leaving uh, high-end athletics, is that if we get too trapped in the win-it-all-cost mindset and, and just that singular focus, we start to run quickly into trade-off costs. Mm-hmm. And, and so if we're just focused on athletics and being a champion as an athlete, inevitably, we're going to have costs in other areas of our lives whether it's direct costs of, of having relationship issues or financial issues or, or what whatever it may be, there's usually a direct cost somewhere.
2: Right, because you think about like, even as college athletes, you know, that's as high as we went. And even then people were doing our laundry. We had our rides taken care of, our food was taken care of. If we needed to get better grades, we had study hall hours that were available to us and tutors. And, and really everything was just curated for us for success. And so a lot of times when athletes come off of that, they're kind of like, well, what do I do now? Like I might be really great at this one specific skill, but maybe I don't know how to build a strong, healthy family. Maybe I'm not so great at my career now, or maybe whatever it is, the wheel is a little off balance and it's gonna be refocused.
1: So it was really important for us to take the best from that situation and learn how to avoid those trade-off costs. Um, how do we look back at that experience and say, okay, the, the successful people are doing specific habits that we can pattern, you know, success leaves footprints, as some people say it. Um, yes. So how do we look back and look at those footprints and choose the best ones with, with about minimizing that, that trade-off cost, you know, because we we see that at high-end business. How many high-end business folks um, are struggling with a home life that's in, that's in, t- shatters you know and, and or the, maybe they don't take care of their body their personal care maybe taking a, a back seat you know where where their body just simply isn't healthy because they're working themselves to the ground to try to provide for for other people so or
2: i uh, you know i work with a lot with a lot of young moms and a lot of times the trade off is that they're giving everything to their kids and their own self care is has really you know taken the back seat and and really what what we come from a place of like well, self-care is number one. You got it. If you can't keep yourself healthy, then you can't help other people. So we definitely want to hit on that right away. And then look at, okay, how can we balance this wheel to make sure that your life is fulfilling and that it's going in the direction that you want it to go? Because guess what? It's still going because what's the alternative? We don't want that, right? So your life is going. Let's make sure it's going in the direction that we want.
0: So you guys are really helping people to shape a lifestyle that they really want. Like, I love the champion word that you have in your brand because that just embodies everything that people really, really want. And so my next question for you is what kind of services do you provide for people who want to get their life in order, who really need this coaching um, what is it? I know you mentioned some, something about habits, but what is it that you walk them through as they're working with you? Right.
1: Well, that's a, that's a great question. And so what we do is we coach people through a five-step recipe that are the most important habits to, to develop in your life so that you can live a champion life.
2: Right. You can find a balance and be the champion of your business, your family, your community, and really live the life that you want to live and leave the legacy that you want to live.
1: Yeah. So the, the first phase of this that we take people through is called mapping your vision. And, and in this phase, it's all about three. There are three things in mapping your vision. Um, number one is meditate. Number two is aim. Number three is plan because map is a little acronym. So, so meditate is about finding where you are now, being brutally honest with yourself and establishing your current situation. And I'm talking about your, your social life, your financial life, your professional life, all of the areas, yeah, your, your physical health and your self-care. How are you right now? And be honest. Um, Because if you don't know where you are to start with, how can you possibly begin on a journey? It, it, you're just it, you're you're lost to begin with. You right. know? We
2: find that so many people, you know, when they have a goal, they just start sprinting towards it without really saying, hey, where am I even starting from? Where's the starting line even? And 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 then and unfortunately, it leads to um, falling back or, or a disaster. Right.
1: And that's a step that most people want to skip because it's uncomfortable to be really right. honest with yourself. And the second step is what is traditionally talked about as goal setting, the aim. What is your aim point? Specifically, well, what, do you, what do you want? What do you want with meaning, with purpose? They you know that not not what everybody else thinks that you should want, not what society or other people are telling you you should want, but what do you and, want? And
2: more importantly, why do you want it? Like it, we, we always say that your why should make you a little bit emotional. Like if you really want something, it should be like, okay, I want this for me. It's not because of anybody else pressuring me to do this. It's all about something that I know I need to improve in myself or I want to improve
1: in myself. Mm -hmm. So the third part of mapping your vision is plan. Now, if you've set where you are and you've set where you want to go, just think about your GPS. When you punch those two things in, you have a couple of different routes that usually pop up as an option. Now, on those routes are usually obstacles that are along the way. You know, is it two construction zones that you want to avoid and work around? Um, do you want to do the scenic route through the mountains?
2: How many toll booths you get to pass Right, through?
1: right. Now, life is the same way. It really is. Now, when you set a destination, there are known obstacles. And this is another step that people skip too frequently, is defining what those obstacles are. Let's really explore them. Let's not put on rose-colored glasses and just blindly fumble forward right
2: especially if you know that they're coming like if you know you have a financial hold up that you have to get around let's face it and we'll find a way around it if you know that your schedule is crazy busy well okay well what do we need to move or, or change in order to make that happen right and and drawing the plan i mean you can choose the fast track you can take the highway or you can take the slow and easy road but you gotta choose and you gotta stick to it you gotta right. get on the plan because if you keep switching paths You're never going to get there either. So make sure that you choose one and stick to it.
1: Right. So the second habit that you must develop is detoxing. And we're not talking about a tree bark and broccoli, you know, detox diet, you know, you know, it, it can have to do with removing toxins in your nutrition and making sure that you're feeding body well. And that certainly is part of the picture. But toxicity can come in many forms. And think about what you're feeding your mind. What information are you putting in? What kind of social situations are you in and attitudes are you exposing yourself to? Because
2: right, what is it? The five people you hang out with the most, you those habits start to tend rub off on you, right? Yeah,
1: you, you tend to become the yeah. collective average of the five closest people. Right, and I,
2: we never ever say like cut somebody out of your life, but just know if you have a toxic relationship, say with your mother or your sister in law or something, know when you're going into those situations, um, like kind of be prepared for those situations instead like of cutting them mm-hmm. off. But think of all these different toxins that we have uh, in our life and you know, what's your morning routine? Like, are you are you waking up and just going right into social media? Or are you feeding your mind with something positive that's going to help you? Um, what about your schedule? Like I said, like, we have so many time sucks. like how many people right now are sitting in, and holding the remote control and looking for the next series to binge uh, instead, you know, mm-hmm. not to say that that's not judging, like if that's what you want to be doing, that's great. But if it's not helping you get to what you want, and maybe we can detox and make some time there. Um, how many priorities are we saying yes to that we don't need to? You know, I, I know as a as a busy mom, like I, I used to volunteer for everything and take on so much that it was like I had no time for me or my success because I was just constantly filling my schedule. So we look at clearing your schedule and making room for transformation. Right.
1: And these habits aren't easy to master. They're they're very easy to describe and very easy to to kind of early action points on. Uh, but like any skill that's developed through life, it's uh, there's the entry level and then there's the mastery level. So it it takes time.
2: Right. And I think it, this is also why people skip this stuff is because it seems so simple. Like, oh, I can do that later. That's easy. I'll do that. I don't really need to spend time doing that. But what we find is with our clients that we work through this process, it's like there's always this aha moment of like, oh well, wait, no, this is the magic. This is the stuff that really helps me to figure out my life.
1: Right. I can't count the amount of times where we've uh, in our fitness business prescribe an exercise and, and nutrition p- program for somebody. And if they didn't learn these habits that we're teaching right now, forget it. It was it just was not going to be success. It just was never going to actually help them change. We
2: can give anybody, it's easy for us. I could give you the perfect fitness plan right now, the perfect nutrition plan, exactly for what you want and where you go, but what makes you do it? And it's all about that mindset.
1: Right. So the third habit that's critical is that of rising up. You must rise up and leave your comfort zone. And we talked about this a little bit earlier, uh, but it's such an important element. And again, it's that uncomfortable, step outside of the comfort zone and in a first the first part of it is actually realizing you have one you know we talked earlier about that feeling of discomfort and that feeling of fear of like man i'm not sure what this outcome is going to be if it's been a very long time since you've felt anything like that that might be an indication that you've really settled into your comfort zone.
2: Right. What do we call it? Being nose blind? Like we have, we have a right. dog. We've, we always, we've always had a dog. And you know, when you go away for a couple of days and you come back and you're like, Whoa, wow, I didn't know our house smelled that My way. My house smells like I'm a dog. I'm not saying our house smells, but you know what I mean. If you get used to it, yes. you don't notice it as much. Um, so so we always say, like, like I said earlier, you can't change if you are staying the same. You got to take that step. And so Rise Up is all about Getting a little uncomfortable, getting a little scared, facing that fear, and taking that step anyway uh and we talk about um we Jesse talked a little bit about the refs and and the people in your life that might be holding you back um there's also gonna be the bad refs, the ones that are just the haters, the one that that want like there's there's gonna be people out there you're not really making waves in the world unless you have some people that just don't like you, so that yeah. you just gotta kind of get used to that and and live there. Um, because you can't make everybody happy.
1: We had a, a business coach um, years ago who who was coaching us through this process, and and uh, we were talking about some haters, and and he said, "Congratulations, congratulations! You have you have your first haters. That means you're accomplishing something. Right. You're that ways. means you're getting something done, because you cannot possibly please all of the people all of the time. It can't be done." So, so if you have a little bit of resistance and pushback, that means you're doing something with your life. So, so congratulations. <laughs> right.
0: That's funny. That reminds me of something that I saw on Facebook the other day. It was a picture of Denzel Washington. And then underneath um, the picture, it said, don't be afraid of losing, you know, people because sometimes people are offended Uh, by your spirit, because your spirit is disturbing their demons. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, okay. That, that really sums it up. Like, wow. So that leads me to my next question too, which is, um, I have a bonus question because you guys just triggered a couple of thoughts in my mind, but um, I definitely don't want to miss an opportunity for my listeners to connect with you. So I definitely want to ask you, what is it that my audience members can do to connect with you after this uh, podcast?
2: Well, we have uh, our website, livingachampionlife.com and on it, they can grab our free treat, which is actually these five habits. Uh, And you can grab that um, just uh, right on our website. It should pop right up.
1: Yeah. When you go to our website, livingachampionlife.com, you'll see an opportunity to hop onto a call that's completely free. And then there's also an opportunity just about halfway down the page to click into the link where you can get all five of these critical habits and a good description to, to help you apply this to your own life.
2: Right, And become the champion of your own healthy, adventurous, passionate, and resilient life.
0: Wow. So I wanna, I'm gonna ask you this bonus question, but I just want to stop right now and say thank you to so much for what you do for other people, and thank you for what you have done for your family.
1: Well, thank you too. Thank you for having us on board. It's, uh, you know, we're we're blessed to be able to to share this message with with your audience, and, um, you know, we're we're grateful for the experience. Absolutely.
0: And this has been fun. Just even me meeting you and talking to you and spending time with you. I've been so inspired by you. And so this question is, I want to know a little bit about the romance behind (laughs) this power couple, because here's a reason. um, My husband and I have been together for 26 years. We met in college and we have been through ups and downs. You know, we've been through the toddler phase, the mortgage phase and all that stuff. And so now we're on a whole different chapter. Our kids are adulting now, so that's pretty fun. Um, but we always have to find new ways to keep everything really spicy. So I'm not going to ask you to reveal anything too personal, but how do you stay connected as a couple when you're also running a business and raising kids? How do you just make it work as as Spouses in the house. Like, how do you, how does that work?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely takes some planning and, and some reminding that, hey, we're not at work right now. And just that, like, like putting work away at times. <laughs> but I think it comes back to like, like li- really looking at our schedule um, and saying, you know, we have to make times like long ago. I think when we first started our business, our fitness business, we said Friday nights are a family night and we would do like pizza and a movie and make something special with the kids. And then Saturday nights are our night. So we would have, you know, we would still stay home because we had toddlers, but we'd, after they went to bed, we'd cook together or we'd do something together. And, and now that they're older and they don't want to hang out with us because they're teenagers and we're so not cool anymore but <laughs> right now we actually are taking that step and saying okay well we can do adventures again because that's something we love to do we love to snowboard together we love to like we just before this um talk with you we were uh taking the dog for a hike and um doing things that that we really love to do that we can you know uh, like you said, we like to take challenges and, and make ourselves a little uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, take uh, uh, do some things that are maybe a little more extreme than others would. But it keeps us feeling like ourselves and it keeps us growing together.
1: Yeah. And remembering that we're not who we were, you know, remembering that we're here now and that the only place you can be is right where you are. To not hold yourself to the image of what you were then, enjoy the past, learn from it, Um, But don't try to make yourself be what you were, you know, so if, if each of us are on our own journey of developing ourselves and growing, that's when we're at our best. You know, like I feel like we're at our strongest when when I'm focusing on being better as me, when she's focusing on being better as her. But then, you know, together it ends up being more than one plus one. You know, like it's that's that's when we're at our best, truly.
2: Yeah, we're actually hosting a uh, power couple workshop uh, the week uh, before Valentine's Day, where we're going to really dig into how to um, build uh, a champion relationship or how to, what are we saying? Ignite your inner power couple so that we can really dig into some of these habits that couples can make for themselves and to make their relationship even stronger.
0: Oh, I'm going to be checking that out. I know my (laughs) audience members are going to be checking that out. Thank you so much. Wow. You've provided so much value, so much incredible wisdom. And I just really appreciate your time and and your energy. And um, I want to know, is there any, anything that you want to share? Is there any question that you you wish that someone would ask you? Is there any little extra tidbit of wisdom Um, now's your opportunity to just share whatever you want to share.
2: Well, I think that look at your goals or the things that you want in life and know that it is possible, you know, and and detox your limiting beliefs of thinking that something can't be done or something can't be different because you can champion your life. You can make the life that you want. It's your own life. It can be made by your own design. And I know we only got to share... The three steps, but, but, but step four and step five are there in the free treat. And we'd love for you guys to check that out and grab it for yourself. But four is to hustle, to do the work, to know that it's going to take time. It's going to take work. It's not always going to be fun, but that is how things get done. So go through the work and then we evolve to the next level of us. And that means that you're going to, life is a process. So you reach your goal, stand on the top of the mountain, be proud, but then say, okay, what's next? And it doesn't always have to be some marathon of a goal. It can be maybe be, I need to sustain what I've done for the next few months, but make sure that we're striving for sustainable success.
1: Yeah. And that that fifth habit of evolve is so important because it sets your mindset into one of continuity, that this is a process. This isn't an end game. There's not a destination and then somehow you've arrived at the summit and that's boom you're done no more improvement for me <laughs> you know it, it's it's about continuing growth through the whole of your life and you can you can have it all never peak you okay. never <laughs> peak you can it's 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 all there for you yes it takes work yes it's hard but you can do it
2: right and that's what life is and, and also to remember that, I know this is a really popular quote, everyone hears it all the time, but to really take it to heart that it's all about the journey. Like it's literally like it's less about reaching some magnificent goal. And it's about making sure that you're present and mindful in the processes of life, in the day-to-day, in the kids, you know, in their hard days and their good days and, and with your relationship the same. Like that is life. And to remember to enjoy that moment along the way, but keep growing and,
1: I, can, I think that's it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good.
0: <laughs> that was an excellent summary. Wow. And I've enjoyed every single moment of this whole episode, just listening to your wisdom. And and I love how you guys work in tandem and your, your energy is just phenomenal. And so I just want to say thank you again. And anyone who's in the audience that wants to get a hold of this beautiful power couple Tell them one more time how they can get a hold of you guys. Just go to
1: livingachampionlife.com. It's all right there.
0: (laughs) And grab the freebie because you know, LT loves the free 99 freebies. (laughs) But if you guys need coaching or if you need services, I'm also here to connect you with people who are experts. And these two are experts in their field because they're living a champion life. They're, they're showing the example of what it means to have all these areas in order. And I love the point about you're never at the end. You're always evolving. You're always learning. And, and these two have each other to push each other. And so if any of you guys are out there and you need support, reach out. That is why we're here and we care about you and thank you so much for listening to this episode and have a wonderful Sunday, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Natasha. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye.